This is the message from Connection Community Church for this Sunday, November 25th, 2012. Stepping up through witness. So today we wrap up our series on uh, getting closer to Jesus by stepping up. We've talked about stepping up through our prayers, through our presence, through our gifts, through our service. Today we'll be talking about stepping up through our witness. Through our witness. And we just (laughs) sang about that, actually, when we sang to the ends of the earth. The chorus of that song, Jesus, I believe in you, and I would go to the ends of the earth, to the ends of the earth for you, alone are the Son of God, and all the world will see that you are God, that you are God. That song is a really special song to me because a number of years ago now I was sitting right there and we were worshiping to that song, and God spoke into my head, you know, you know how that goes, it's like, seriously, and what God told me, that it was time to go to India. And that was a really scary thing, but then I made plans to go for a mission trip uh, for three weeks. And um, so, you know, be careful, uh, but it's an awesome thing when we respond to be God's witness. Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, we thank you for today. We thank you for the opportunity to be a witness here, there, and to the ends of the earth. God, I would pray that your Holy Spirit would speak into each one of our hearts today, that we would be nudged to step up in our witnessing. And now, uh, be with us as we look a little bit more into what all this means. We give this time to you in Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And everybody gathered said, Amen. Amen. Let's start right out with our scripture. Our scripture is found in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Let's say it together. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So, um, background for the scripture. Jesus had died on the cross. He was buried three days later. He resurrected from the dead. Subsequently, he appeared to the disciples several times. This is one of those times. He's about to leave them for good. Uh, to ascend to heaven, to sit at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. And uh, he's preparing them for what's going to come next. And what comes next is for them to share with the world what has happened, what they've seen, what they've heard in their three years traveling with Jesus. It's going to be up to them to carry on this ministry that Jesus has started. It's going to be up to them to take the good news of uh, Jesus from where they are to the ends of the earth. It's going to be up to them to be his witnesses to the world. Let's talk about what that word witness means. Witness. To witness means to be present at or to have a personal knowledge of, take note of, to observe. It can also mean to testify or to tell others what you've seen, what you've experienced, or what you've heard. To be a witness, then, means to be the one who does just that, the one who gives firsthand, a firsthand account of, of your experience. It's not about hearsay. 
It's not about hearsay at all. To witness also means to testify to one's religious belief, to testify, um, to affirm religious faith. And so, <coughs> excuse me, the disciples then were called to share what they had seen firsthand, what they had heard themselves, what they had experienced traveling with uh, while working with Jesus, while living with Jesus, while being in ministry with Jesus. They, they weren't going to be sharing stories that they had just heard about, stories that had been handed down to them by somebody else. They were sharing what they had actually been a part of, what they'd actually seen and heard for themselves, what they had actually witnessed. And, and, and then the question is, well, why did Jesus want them to do that? <clears throat> well, um, why did they want him, them to be his witnesses, not only where they were, but to the ends of the earth? Well, for one thing, because when they witness then that gives other people who weren't there, who weren't actually firsthand and first knowledge, gives them the opportunity to share in that experience through what the disciples share. Even though that other person might not have been there at the time, the testimony of a witness allows that person to be a part of what happened as the witness recounts, uh, retells, relives the experience. For example, in a court of law, when a witness testifies or gives testimony under oath, they've given their word that what they're sharing is the truth, and by sharing that truth, then the other people there can kind of experience or relive or be a part of that. Uh, they uh, What they do is they say they're going to truly share what they saw and heard, because that's what witnesses do. You know, remember what they're asked if you've uh, seen it on, how many have seen court, t- court on TV in a law mm-hmm. story or something like, you know, you always put the hand on the Bible, raise the right hand, right? And you agree to, do you solemnly swear to tell the, the whole and nothing but the, so help you? And the person says, hopefully, I do, because if they don't, they're gone. So I do. They are agreeing to tell what they actually saw or heard, at least that's what they're agreeing to. Yeah. Well, likewise, the testimony of the disciples as they went out into the world. Now, they weren't raising their right hand or anything like that, but in effect, it, in effect they were putting their, placing their hand on the Bible, not literally, but they were traveling with Jesus, the living word, the Bible himself. He was right there, and they were basing um, their testimony on their gathered life together. They experienced uh, the words that Jesus said and, and the healings and the miracles that Jesus did, the way that Jesus brought people from here to there and, and those who were lost were found. And so the disciples, too, were giving testimony, sharing the witness of their travels of Jesus. And we have that in the scripture in the second half of the Bible in the New Testament, how there were um, firsthand accounts. In the Gospels of how, you know, what, what they saw. And so, um, when others heard that testimony, they too could believe. So that they too could invite Jesus into their hearts. The disciples were an effective witness. Mm. And so, Jesus had told the disciples that they would be his witnesses, and we believe that uh, as followers of Christ, he's calling us to be witnesses as well, to, uh, to, to be his witnesses, um, in this case, to Middletown. 
and to the surrounding areas, to all of Newcastle and Kent and Cecil counties, to the state of Delaware and Maryland, to the peninsula, Delmarva Peninsula, to the eastern region, to the United States, and even to the ends of the earth. earth. And, um, and then we said, well, what does that mean? Because those witnesses, they actually traveled with Jesus. They ate with Jesus. They sat across the table. You know, they were actually there. How does that work with us? Are we actually, well, because we don't actually see him face to face and we don't actually hear him. You know, it's, it's a little different. How can we truly be witnesses? Well, we believe that we have spent time with Jesus. It might be a little different, but if you've been in prayer, You've spent time with Christ. If you have uh, been uh, reading Scripture and you really tune into it, then you have spent time with Jesus. As we gather as a community of faith, uh, we spend time here with Jesus. When we share in the Holy Communion, we are communing with Jesus. When we That's why we do these things communally, not as an individual, you know, because it's, community shares with Jesus. When we have a baptism, maybe you get baptized, or maybe you reaffirm, or maybe you're just part of someone else's baptism. Through that time together, we we once again experience and are a part of and sharing with the living and risen Christ. You know, and so we are actually sharing in our prayers. We are actually um, uh, connecting with that when we read the Bible stories and then Jesus is a part of our lives, and we're able to share with others than being the witness of how our lives have changed, how our lives are different, because Jesus is a part of them. We're able to share how much, uh, uh, be a witness to Jesus when we share what that relationship with him means to our lives and how much we are different, how our relationships with other people are different, Because we know Jesus. Being a witness is more than just talking about it. Talking is important. But more than telling people about it, we, our very lives, your very life is a witness. You're a walking witness. It's more than just sharing the Jesus stories. When Jesus becomes a part of your life, when you claim Christ as your Savior, as the leader of your life, your life is different. You act different. You treat people different. You are more forgiving. You are more tolerant. You are more caring. You are more understanding. You are more loving. You are less selfish. You are less, it's all about me. You are less demanding. You are less harsh. We're told in 2 Corinthians 5.17, we know this scripture because this is part of our bedrock beliefs, that when we are in Christ, the old is gone, the new has come. See, your old self is, is history. In Christ, you become a new person. And so people see that. We don't just have to say it. People see the difference in how you act. People hear the difference in what you say. People witness the difference. They feel the difference when you're around. There is such a difference in the way that you treat people when you have contact with them. 
being a verbal witness is extremely important, but being a walking witness is oh so important too. I think that Christians uh, are probably the worst. We do ourselves more harm in building the kingdom of God than those who aren't in Christianity because so many times we send the wrong message that is anything but kind and loving. And so it's important for us. We need to share with others, but it's important for us to be the, you know, embody who Jesus is. Changed lives. That's what happens, and we need to be a witness to that. Mm. So we've been talking about stepping up uh, in our relationship with Christ through our prayers, our presence, our gifts, and our service. And all of those, as we step up in those areas, they um, allow us to then be that witness that we're talking about. When you're stepping up in your service, people see that, don't they? When you're serving Christ, people see that, and then that is your part of your witness. When, when you spend money, depending on how you spend money, that's your witness, isn't it? When you're giving money to the cause of the kingdom of God, to Christ's cause, that is a witness. Now, you're not going to go out and say, brag about it. That's not part of the witness. But, but people can tell how you are just in your day-to-day life, how you're spending your resources for the kingdom. It, it comes through without you having to say a word. When you're uh, in prayer, your prayer life will be your witness and your presence. You know, when you're here on Sunday morning and your neighbors see that you're always, maybe they ask you, where are you going? So, well, I go to, that becomes a witness. When they know you're here rather than out uh, playing softball on the soccer field, and I'm not condemning those things, but it's a witness when you're spending your time, your money, and your prayer and all in kingdom work. Amen? Amen. Not all of that becomes a part of the witness that you are. The thing is, when Jesus is a part of your life, you might not even realize the witness you are, wherever you are. You might not realize what people are seeing. It's, um, you know, I, I think about all the cars with the fish on the back. And then can you imagine just honk, honk, or speeding around somebody or giving them a dirty look or other things that people do when they're in the car and, you know, that road rage? That is not a good witness. Yeah, you've all done it. I have too. Yeah, those, Actually, yeah. there's a story of a cop who pulled a woman over because uh, he thought her car was stolen. And she said, well, you need the car stolen. He said, well... I saw that fish on the back of it, and the behavior that you were exhibiting certainly wasn't fish-like behavior. I figured it had to be a stolen car. Is that true? (laughs) He didn't share that. Okay. Ha ha. You got me. Point well taken, though. I'm sure it could be true. I'm sure it could be true. Couldn't it? Yes. Okay, so wherever we are, whatever we're doing, you, if you, if people know that, like, you're a church person and everything, they, they would guess, they would suppose that you would be kind and, and exhibit the fruits of the Spirit, right? So I was, um, you know, I'm doing physical therapy twice, twice a week, and, um, I actually look forward to it because, like, whenever I go somewhere, it's like, 
who can I talk to next? Or, you know, whenever I'm in the line at Walmart or whenever I'm on the ball field, it's like my mission field. So I'm um, there, and I was laughing because I was sharing with Jen Ely, who's my physical therapist, awesome, by the way. So I was sharing, Jen, you know, I went to church a couple weeks ago, and I had two different shoes on. Did anybody notice that? No, but but I posted it. It was pretty funny, wasn't it? What, on Facebook. Would you have told her if you had noticed? <laughs> but anyway, I was like, can you imagine? Like, I'm in the middle of preaching, and I look down. It's like, <gasps> and then there's this girl over on another counter, and she says, yeah, I know what you would have done. And I'm like, okay. She goes, you know, you would have made a joke, and your husband would have made a joke, and then the congregation would have been laughing, and it would have just been a wonderful thing. And I'm like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) But you see, we're all out in the world. We're at the workplace. We're in our schools. We're out on, you know, doing recreation. We're in the stores where people see us. And so they are watching carefully to what our witness is to Jesus Christ. So the thing about being a witness is that we can't, we should never turn it on and off. Otherwise, we're fake. It's just a lifestyle. It's who we are. When you are a witness for Jesus Christ, people see it. People notice something different and actually kind of gravitate toward you because they know that there just is something different. And they don't just see it. They hear about it, too. And you don't even know what they hear. I would, I'll give you an example. I think I shared this a couple of years ago, but I'll share it again because it, it seems to fit here. We had been here in Middletown for two years when we finally, our house in Seaford sold, okay? So I went back to Seaford for the settlement there, and um, no offense to anybody involved in settlements, but you ever notice how they never have all the paperwork when you're, you know, you got to hang around for a little bit, just, we had to hang around a little bit, and we were sharing a lawyer, because it's cheaper that way with the other side, and 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 the lawyer and I were kind of chit-chatting, and I, I knew him by name, I'd heard of him, I knew he was a Christian, and I think we had been at a settlement several years before, but I wouldn't think he would remember me. I mean, he goes to, you know, hundreds of settlements. Anyway, we're kind of chit-chatting. And as we're talking, it's like this light bulb goes off. He says, you're the guy. I'm going, oh, boy, this is going to be good. I'm the guy. He says, you're the, the guy who gave up a lucrative insurance agency to go into the ministry. Well, we didn't know it was lucrative. <laughs> yeah. You know, but we I've found been... out it was once we went into ministry. Yeah, yeah that was the key. If I knew it was lucrative, I might not have made that move. But anyway, uh-huh. uh, I don't even really know this guy. And that's how he, <clears throat> that's his spin on me. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I had been gone from, we'd been gone from Seaford for two years. I'd been out of, min, out of uh, the insurance business for eight years at that point. And that's what he's remembering. So that, I thought, took that as a good thing. But just saying, people remember the other side as well, don't they? They remember other things. If you haven't been, if we haven't been, I'm not you, we, if I haven't been a witness, a good witness, they're going to remember that, aren't they? 
and you don't know who it is. This guy didn't really know me at all, and yet he knew of me. And that's true for all of us. And especially if you're a Christ follower, people are always watching for when you aren't a good witness rather than when you are. So it's important to be a positive witness for Christ. So the thing is, we are a witness whether we want to be or not. Mm. Everything we do really is a witness to something. So the question is, what are you a witness to? Who are you a witness to? What do you reflect? Or who do you reflect? What is your witness? We have a few people in the congregation who have uh, 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 allowed us to share a little piece of their stories, how they've been a witness and how they've uh, been able to uh, tell other people about Christ. Take a look. So I started coming to Connections about a year ago. I walked in and I was greeted with nothing but hugs and love and people saying that they're happy I was here. So in my mind, I was like, why are these people so happy? What? I mean, my friends don't even do this. Well, ever since I started coming here, I felt obligated to tell people about it. I felt like you were missing out. If you don't go to Connections Church, you are missing out on life and a whole bunch of other things. So I felt obligated to tell all my friends, all my family, and whoever was willing to give it a shot and just show up, I brought with me. Now, they witnessed me. They saw me the old ways when I was doing bad things. Like, I'm far from perfect. I still am. But I was a lot farther from God and a lot farther from uh, the Word than I could ever imagine. But now, they see the new change in me and they're like, wow, what what happened to Robbie? Like, he's got a job now? He's he's doing good? What's what's up with that? If, you, if, people, if you're relatable, you know, um, you can kind of just share with people the Lord and uh, uh, tell them about maybe uh, your situation, how God has worked in your life, and that kind of opens them up to receiving uh, from you and listening to what you have to say. So um, most times that's usually how I I'll just show them that I'm just like them, I'm regular just like you, you know, because you may be a Christian or following Christ doesn't necessarily mean that you, um, you know, that people can't relate to you. So... Um, I'll just share with them and just open up myself to them and tell them about maybe a personal situation that I've gone through and how the Lord has helped me, and that opens the door for them to just receive. With the blessings God's given me at home, my house, my property, um, the barn, um, the junk that I drag home um, here and there are things that I use um, to somehow glorify God. Um, To see... Um, that people can have fun and enjoy themselves through the blessings that God's given me. Um, and then when somebody asks, I just share. Um, I had a horse once upon a time that kicked the barn, metal barn, cut her back of her foot wide open. Called the vet. The vet came up, new to the area, got to talking about church, um, Ended up inviting her to church, and her family came, and now the Franklins have been here for many years. Um, and that was through a horse putting her foot through the barn. That's, you know, just simple things like that. And if you listen and pay attention, God will supply a window to those He wants you to witness to. And 
do I do it every time somebody walks on my place? Absolutely not. And um, I just don't feel led sometimes. Other times I feel led and don't say something, and then I'm kicking myself uh, for not saying something. If you meet someone and you're sharing the Lord and they seem very resistant, don't worry about that facade. Just continue to share, and the Holy Spirit will do the rest of getting through to that person. People need to know about this. People need to know that there is a place with people that may not even know you. They just know we share the similar interest of believing in a higher power than ourselves. And, you know, positivity. And I just had to tell everybody. That's, that was just me personally. I had to. Yeah. Pretty good stuff, isn't it? You know, we could have put a lot of you up on that screen, and, and your time uh, may come. But um, when Robbie first walked into this church, the third week in January of 2012, he came broken, and he came, his eyes really didn't have any life, and um, some of you were here for that, a lot of you were here for that, and when Jesus pierced his heart, he indeed was transformed, and you can see the life and the light in his eyes, a very different look with Jesus than without. And Robbie, you're one of the ones I keep on doing what I do because I remember what God has done in your life. So thank you for being a witness to me and to all of us. In fact, we were at Alpha. Hold on just a minute. Oh. But he's a witness because y'all were a witness. Right. See, the way you welcome somebody here is your witness to Christ. And that allows somebody else then to be a witness as well. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we were at Alpha, and and a a young girl walked in, and she was really in a tough place and and homeless and hungry. And I'm like, oh, wow. So I pull Robbie, and I'm like, let's go have a talk. And it's like he's my confidant and my advisor now on these kinds of things. And it's like, just tell me, you know, give give me the scoop. Tell me what to do. He goes, Carrie, you just need to love her. Oh, yeah, just need to love her. He goes, where would I be without that love? Like, yeah, okay. So we were just able to love on her. And that's one thing that I pray that Connection Church continues to do well because that's, that's you know, part of our DNA to, to love on people who are far from God so that they can come and get connected with Jesus and the life he offers. So the question is, What is your witness? Who is your witness? Who are you going to talk to about Jesus? What difference are you going to make in someone else's life? We're getting ready to go into um, a wonderful season in our church. It's called Advent. It's the preparation time for Christmas where we prepare our hearts for Jesus and for the, the birth. And people are more receptive to an invitation to church now, like in the next few weeks, than any other time during the year. And so God could just be using, I know God is tugging on each one of us in some way to be that difference, to be that witness. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we think, well, how do you do that? 
you know, especially if you're kind of an introvert. How do you? Well, if we go back to that scripture, it's really important to recognize what Jesus said to the disciples. He said, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you." See, we're able to do that because of God's Holy Spirit power, the power of the Holy Spirit that allows us, that empowers us to be that witness, to be willing to share, to be willing to uh, open up, to be willing to love somebody we don't even know and to share that love of Jesus with them. The Holy Spirit comes on you and you will. And notice he didn't say, I want you to be, you have to be. He says, you will. It's like, it's like you don't have, in spite of yourself almost, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. And he's saying it to you and to us as well. You, you all, y'all will be my witnesses here in Middletown, in the surrounding towns, in Kent and Sussex, I'm sorry, Kent, Newcastle, Cecil counties, Delaware, Delmarva Peninsula, U.S. of A., to the very ends of the earth. Yeah, you will be my witnesses by what you say and by what you do, by how you treat other people when you're the hands and the feet and the voice and the ears of Jesus the Christ. That's the good news, isn't it? Let's live it. Let's pray. Most Holy God, I I just that you would uh, help us to come to you, to uh, be open to that Holy Spirit power, that we would have the boldness to live for you, that we would be able to um, be uh, living lives for you and our very lives would be that witness. I I pray that we would have the boldness to be invitational, that we would invite others, not just to church, but to a life in Christ, that they would see a difference in us and that would make them say, I want want a piece of what you got. Please help us to live those kind of lives. Please help us to make those kind of invitations. We ask these things in the name of the risen Christ and the power of your Holy Spirit and all those gathered today said, Amen.